Hello, hello. Uh, good morning. Hello. Are we on? Yeah, man. Okay. I can't hear anything now. <laughs> I think I turned everything down too much. Uh, thanks for joining us this morning. It is, yeah, sure, that's good. Uh, three degrees to start your day. 13, the expected high today. Uh, mainly cloudy. The odd sunny break. A little breezy. Uh, tomorrow, oh, good. Tomorrow, rain and 10 and windy. Gusting to 70 near noon. That'll be perfect for all of the guys carrying things in and out of a moving truck for me. Sounds like you. Uh, a you problem, though. <laughs> it's an issue, not an issue me on this one. Yeah, well, at least it's not snowing. That could happen on the weekend. Dude, uh, the temperatures have been all over the place. It's been a good fall. Yeah. The uh, So we're in the teens today, the double digits tomorrow, and then the minus range on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And but into then, next week, and midweek next week, double digits again. Yeah, we could be, we could have a nice Halloween for the trick or treaters. Who, who was, who was uh, over uh, <laughs> ambitious with the decorations for Halloween? Who I do got, you think of the office decorated? Uh, Marissa. There you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got these. What are these spider webs? They look like clouds. It's supposed to be spider webs on our moon, our our uh, mic bike, there, bike, bud. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've got them all in my face. It's well, like cat hair. It'll take your makeup off. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so three degrees to start your day here this morning. We have uh, Kennedy 7's $40,000 foreplay with Met Credit. That's coming up today. We'll have the inside dish with Titch as the Oilers haven't scored in two games. So it'll be interesting to see what he has to say. And your 540 funny is on the way as well. The all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Pete Fatipko on Classic Rock K97. Three degrees and uh, clouds and 13, the expected high today. Time for the 540 Funny brought to you by the comic strip. Appearing this week, your headliner is Michael Longfellow. Because he was like a single dad, so you you couldn't leave me. I was a baby. You can't leave me. So he was just like, "Ah, get in, scrub a dub for a little while. And that's all fine until one week you're too old and you turn to the right and you never forget. You're just... This is huge, dude. I remember it being huge, you know? But I was tiny. I was tiny, so who knows? We don't know. I'd love to get another look, but how do you bring that up, you know? But I want to see for the scale. I want to know for the scale. I bet it's like when you drive by your old elementary school and you're like, what? It's only that big? That's crazy. The all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipko. And here's some things you need to know. Classic Rock K97. All right, uh, three degrees on the way to 13 for a high today. Mainly cloudy, the odd sunny break. Uh, Windy tomorrow, gusting up to 70 kilometers per hour. And there's uh, periods of rain expected tomorrow afternoon. High of only 10. Saturday, minus one. Hmm, that's weird. Go from double digits to minus one in the span of 12 hours. Three degrees to start your day here today. The comic strip, this week at the comic strip, don't miss from NBC's Bring the Funny and Conan on TBS. It's Michael Longfellow. Be in the know about every show at thecomicstrip.ca. Well, finally, Premier Jason Kenny hit the airwaves to tell everybody in Alberta we're looking to challenge the budget later today. Actually, this is kind of what he had to say. And some infrastructure projects will be delayed or scaled back, not because we want to do that, but because we have to do that. 
So uh, that means we're going to be seeing some budget cuts today uh, by about 2.8% over four years. Well, he's expecting the civil service to drop by less than 10% through some layoffs. He says they're going after senior and middle managers and won't be replacing those who retire. So that's where they're going to make a lot of their cuts. Health and education won't see spending cuts to their operations, so that means uh, other ministries are going to be targeted. Full details on this come out at 3 this afternoon. Okay. Good deal. Thank you. We have uh, <clears throat> the federal <laughs> leader now. Uh, now that Western Canada has given the uh, finger to the federal liberals on Election Day, Trudeau has vowed to be more sensitive to the needs of Alberta and Saskatchewan to build the Trans Mountain Expansion Pipeline, which has already been approved twice. I got a kick out of this headline. He extended us an olive branch mm-hmm. to build that with our own money that thanks, we paid for. Thanks very much, Justin. I uh, appreciate that. Uh, where were you the last few days of uh, the campaign? Yes. Oh, that's right, in Quebec, talking about how there was... Trudeau said he has to do more to earn the trust of people in the two resource-rich provinces. Hmm, you'd think some of his advisors would have brought that up before the election. Uh, He said uh, that work will start with ensuring more pipeline capacity is brought online so that oil producers can sell their product abroad to prices closer to the going world rate. Hmm. That was very so convoluted. Are, I was, no, he said, <laughs> these are startling revelations that uh, Justin Trudeau now has after the West has been saying this to him for how many years? Oh. Uh, Trudeau campaigned on a promise of more aggressive action to fight climate change. He said uh, nothing has changed with respect to the government-owned Trans Mountain Pi- Pipeline project and insisted it will be built after years of legal wrangling. Thank you. I'll believe that when I see a shovel in the ground. Mm-hmm. Hey, no matter how bad your day is, it can't be as bad as this guy's, okay? This guy from Michigan was busted for using his wife's passport to try and sneak his mistress from Macedonia into the country. I guess he was having an affair with her, and he wanted her closer to his house. <laughs> so what he did, he told her, Honey, I'm going to the store for lettuce. Got in a plane, flew over to uh, Macedonia, had his wife's passport that he stole from their home safe or whatever, and then he flew back, and they were caught at the border. Now, he and his mistress are both facing up to 10 years in prison, and I'm not sure who this guy's in trouble with more. U.S. Customs, Border Patrol, his wife, you know. One question, this is what he had to say about it. It wasn't me. Heard the screams getting louder. It wasn't me. She said, you really got into that. That was like a four-second clip, and you were feeling it. Shaggy, wasn't me. Imagine being that guy today. Holy. <laughs> it's a Thirsty Thursday. $5 cans of Molson Canadian and Coors Light. The 355 mil cans. Oh, of course. Yes. Uh, that's through the end of the first intermission. The Oilers at home against Ovi and the Capitals tonight at Rogers Place. Uh, now with the Golden Knights chewing on their ass from one point back. Uh, a little more nervousness now after a couple of shutout losses in a row. But what better team to break out of a winless slump? You know, a no secondary scoring slump, uh, an over six periods without a goal slump than the Washington Capitals. <laughs> Game time, 7 o'clock tonight on Sportsnet, and we have the inside dish with Titch coming up at 7.16 with his take on the state of the Oilers now. This is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Fatibco on Classic Rock, K-97. So this happened two days ago. I was waiting to tell you the story. 
because I'm wondering if you've ever rescued or saved an animal in distress. I was driving home after the shift. Oh, so not like not from the shelter. Yeah, you, you mean if an animal is? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I okay. see what you mean. Driving home after the shift, so sometime like eleven o'clock down seventy fifth. Right. And out of the corner of the, my eye, I just see this like little tabby cat going full tilt across. It was like Frogger trying to get across the uh, the roadway, and this guy just came out of nowhere behind, faster than the cat. Grabbed the cat, tuck and rolled out of the way of a minivan, onto the median, saved the cat. People were honking and cheering. I almost crashed immediately after, but uh, I was like, wow. I I rescued that cat. People were honking and cheering? Yeah, people were excited about the situation for him grabbing the cat. And I'm wondering if anybody else saw that. If you did, give us a call. But uh, yeah, I was like, whoa, that was pretty heroic. No word if it was his cat and he was chasing it, got out or anything, but all I saw, cat go out. He blindly just following it, didn't care. Right. Either we're both getting hit or none of us are getting hit. Luckily, it's it was the latter of the two. The angst, the, the thing where yeah. you're like when your puppy is off the leash and it just starts yeah. running and it's like, oh my God. And you, you know, well, like, dude, it's one of the worst feelings you can have. I was worried too. I mean, the size of the tires I have, that would have been it for that kitty cat. Oh, are you um, driving the uh, big. Uh, I had the, the pavement truck? princess out, yeah. <laughs> that would have been one squished kitty, kitty cat. Yeah. So yeah, you ever say you ever saved an animal in distress? Uh, nothing is uh, is coming to mind right right off the the hopper. Uh, I have. I, I I ended up making the CBC News for a animal safe. What did you do? Did you did you get the antlers of a of a, of a buck? No, this was up in the Mac. It was like minus 20-something, and somebody's had reported that there was a parrot or a, some kind of bird. I'm not a bird expert. But it was a green bird, that you know, an exotic bird, that was stuck up in a tree between two apartment complexes that was next, uh, kind of next to the radio station. Is so, it in the middle of winter? Yeah, well, November, which is winter for everywhere right. else up there. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so I put the show on autopilot, grabbed a ladder, and I went out, and I, re- I climbed up the, the tree and everything, and I'm... Snapping branches, and I'm I'm getting close to falling myself, but I was bound and determined to get this bird up there, so I threw a blanket over it, and then it kind of fell to the ground because it had its wings clipped, so no idea how it got up there. Right. And we took the bird and took it back to the radio station and co-hosted the show with me. Never sounded better, by the way. <laughs> I, that, that was my save. I made, the CBC ends up phoning me about this story. Is like, that right? Yeah. So that was my... Rescuing an animal in distress. Story. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe the bird took a, the Fort Mac funicular up the tree or something <laughs> since its wings were clipped. Seven eight zero four five one eight zero nine seven's number to call if you've rescued an animal that was in distress. I, it just makes me think of the every once in a while you'll see the YouTube uh, uh, video of yeah. the the person who where the deer has got caught in some yeah, fencing yeah, 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 or something like exactly. that. Like that's super dangerous and the guy goes in there he's trying to get the rack out of the fencing and, and whatnot and it's just like Ugh. I've replaced uh, most of my political feed with stories of that because it's much nicer to watch yeah. on yeah. Facebook these days. Yeah, sure. K97, good morning. Who's this? This is Jason. How you doing, Pete? Good, Jason. You got a story of rescuing an animal in distress? Actually, I am dealing with that right this second. What? Go on. Uh, I, I'm out at uh, Crop Diversification. It's a government site out on Port Road. Right. 175th Street. Okay. And there, there is a buck deer with its antlers caught in the fence. Get out. No, I'm dead serious. How do we help? I need... Wire cutters. That's all I need. I'm sitting here at the main gate waiting for staff to hopefully arrive. 
but I can get close to it. I can even get right up to the fence and right up to him, but I have no wire cutters just to chop the wire to free his one section of antler that has bent the wire unbelievably bad. So that deer's probably been there for a while. He must be exhausted if he's not trying to buck out of the way when you get close to him. He's got to be. I have no idea how long he's been there, but, I mean, he's got his mouth now on one of the wires itself, and there's a little bit of blood at the back of the mouth. Oh, no. Uh, I mean, it's not really that bad, but if I had wire cutters, I could get them out in like three seconds. What's the address again? Sorry. Fort Road and what? It's 17507 Fort Road. Okay, so 175th Avenue in Fort Road. Uh, uh, Yeah, it's it's like right, well, you go, basically you go to Alberta Hospital. Right. And uh, just before Alberta Hospital, there's a turnoff to the left. Right, You're, this is not Fort Road where there's the, the, the all of the shopping in the four lane. This is the other uh, little... This is the old ancient Fort Road. Exactly, okay. So and maybe somebody's out there who's got some tools or wire snips in the back of their truck or something like that. Yeah, that's all I need in like well, two minutes of a person's time and I can get this poor guy out. Well, hopefully somebody's listening right now and can swing by. That's crazy. We were just talking about animals in distress, and there's, this is happening in real time. Let's save the deer. Help Jason out. Go find him. Give some wire cutters. Now more of the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipko on Classic Rock K97. Pete had the story about the guy that did a barrel roll out into traffic to save a kitten uh, the other day. And then we started talking about how we see on YouTube from time to time somebody rescuing, uh, you know, a, a buck from fence wire or something like that as they're stuck with their antlers and then Jason called us and said it's happening right now. He's out by the uh, Crop Diversification Center North uh, on uh, the old Fort Road and 175th Avenue, basically 18th Street and 175 Avenue and there's a deer stuck in a fence out there. He's trying, hoping that somebody comes by with some tin snips so he can rescue the deer. Yeah, we need somebody to stop by with wire cutters. Apparently the buck's been there for a long time because he's tired and he's starting to bleed from the mouth because he's biting at the wire. So somebody, if you're driving by, go give Jason a hand and, and save an animal today, yeah. damn it. It's uh, off the old Fort Road, uh, which is basically 18th Street. If you're familiar with the area, then you probably know where the Crop Diversification Center North is. Uh, talking about rescue, Pete rescued a, a, an exotic bird from a tree up in Fort McMurray. Yep. So, made the news. Yeah. Pretty exciting stuff. It was my co-host for the day after on the show. Yeah. Darren, Darren's got a story about saving a bird as well here. Darren, go ahead. I got a bit of a funny story about an animal rescue. Okay. I was in Vancouver at the SkyTrain station. Okay. I see a pigeon on the windowsill, right? Yeah. I figure, well, this is going up the stairs to the platform. I figure, well, I'm going to save this pigeon, and I'm going to set him free, right? Mm-hmm. So I picked him up, and I went up to the platform, and I went to throw him over to let him free, go fly in the uh, whatever, free, right? Yeah. And he landed on the, tra- on the train tracks, and a train came and ran him over. <laughs> oh, dude. I mean, we shouldn't laugh at that. But it's, it's... My intentions were good, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, my God. oh, man. That poor pigeon was just chilling, having a nice time, looking out the window. He's like, bro, wh- bro, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, no, bro. Bro, I can't fly. No. And then... <laughs> 
The all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Fatipko. Classic Rock. On Classic Rock K97. Just over half an hour ago, Pete's telling me the story about witnessing a guy doing a barrel roll into traffic to save a kitten that ran across the street. And we started talking about rescuing animals that were in distress. And, you know, the videos you see from time to time of a deer caught in a fence out in the wilderness and people trying to get it loose because its antlers are stuck in some wire or whatever. And then Jason calls us and says he's out by the Crop Diversification Center north there, uh, out on uh, the old Fort Road, 18th Street, basically, and 175 Avenue, and there's a deer caught in a fence. Right now, in real time, and he, and he can rescue it. All he needed was a pair of wire... Uh, wire clippers or tin snips, and he can get to work to save this buck. And so we put a call to action out there, and he just texted me. He's got the tin snips. Stand by. Could be his last text he ever sends, but that's what's happening right Some now. Some people were uh, contacting us saying, what about fish and wildlife? Uh, yes, we we contemplated that. Uh, they don't open until 8.30. Then somebody said, report a poacher. And, th- th- I mean, there's just... Sometimes you just got to jump in and get it done yourself. You don't have to phone the government to handle everything. So, so uh, we're waiting to hear from Jason. To, hopefully everything is okay. Uh, it sounds to me the way he described it, like that deer had been there for quite some time and is probably exhausted from trying to get loose. So well, uh, we'll keep you updated on that. Well, I just got a real text. Oh, Let's see what happens. What did he oh, say? He's, he's got a photo here. He's, he's going to work. Let me see. He just staggered it, and he says, oh, he just staggered and fell to the ground right now. So hopefully. Oh, or, man, he is. He is real stuck. Yeah. Is he okay? We're texting him in real time here. So we'll keep you posted. He got him out. Hopefully he comes, snaps back to reality here. Okay. Does his little Bambi gallop away. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll keep you up to date on that. More of your calls, too, at 780-451-8097. People who have rescued animals in distress stories. You can call with yours anytime. And here's some things you need to know. Classic Rock K97. Clouds today, a little breezy. The odd sunny break, high of 13 degrees. There's a chance of some rain overnight and into tomorrow. Uh, a little windier tomorrow, cloudy and uh, periods of rain in the afternoon, gusting 50 to 70 around lunchtime. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Because I'm moving tomorrow. Uh, we have uh, SWS Marine Group in Atchison, your one-stop shop for everything boating. Ask about their winterized shrink wrap and storage options. Visit swsmarinegroup.com. Premier Jason Kenny hit the airwaves last night to tell Albertans we're looking for a challenge on the budget uh, that's coming up later today. Some infrastructure projects are going to be delayed or scaled back. In fact, he says uh, program spending was going to be cut by about 2.8% over the next four years. Well, he's expecting the civil service to drop by less than 10% through some layoffs over the same time period. They're going to be actually going after senior and middle managers, and they won't be replacing those who retire. So that means health and education. Uh, won't see spending cuts to their operations, but we'll get the full details around tree this afternoon. Okay. Earlier this morning, we were talking about uh, Pete witnessed a man doing a barrel roll into traffic to save a kitten. We started talking about saving animals in distress. And then Jason phoned us. He's on uh, Old Fort Road, uh, you know, the 18th Street there, 175 Avenue by the uh, Crop Diversification North and uh, said there in like at 6:15 this morning he came across a deer that was stuck in a fence so he uh, needed tin snips and we had uh, we put a call to action to try and help him out yeah. there so 
Hey, Pete. Hey, buddy. So, you got an update for us, Jason? I do have an update for you. Um, Arnie showed up, thankfully, and he wouldn't tell me who he worked for. He's just one of them. Uh, he uh, had a pair of tin snips. I went in there. The deer, of course, was there. I clipped a single wire on uh, the buck kind of staggered to the ground. Yeah. Was laying on his side, kind of kicking his legs a bit, trying to get up. Managed to get up and then fell right back over. Right. Okay, because he was probably tired because you sent us a photo and you could tell he was on his hind legs uh, trapped the way he was. So maybe he's just gunned or, or, and super tired here. I think so, and I think he was a little tired because I was spinning around because the last thing I saw is he was up on his feet. Okay. But he was definitely weak. You could tell. Okay. So, so you've backed um, off then and given him some space so he's not yeah, got... Yeah, I'm, I'm completely out of the area now so that he can chill out and not worry about there being one of the darn humans around. Right, yeah. And hopefully he will either sit down, get his breath for a half hour, or stop panicking because I'm not there and just be able to move slowly and get out. Well, to, to thanks so much to Arnie for coming by and Jason. That's amazing oh. that you did that. Uh, this morning. It's uh, incredible. This past hour has been something else, man. I, I really appreciate him coming because I'm at the end of my shift and there's no way I could go home and go to sleep you know, with that image in my head. I mean, you saw the picture. Yeah, You're the K97 hero of the day, Jason. That's awesome, buddy. Good job. Thanks for all your help, guys. I really appreciate it. And special thanks to Arnie. I mean, just thank you. Uh, amazing. Amazing, Jason. That's, yeah, and everybody that helped out, so that's good yeah. news. Uh, we appreciate all your calls. Hey, it's a Thirsty Thursday. $5 cans of uh, Molson Canadian and Coors Light for the Oilers game until the end of the first intermission. That's the small cans, 355 mil. Oilers at home against Ovi in the Capitals tonight at Rogers Place. Golden Knights now just one point back, chewing on the ass of the Oilers. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know, with hockey gear. I, I, that's exactly what I was thinking, too. It's like... It's a bit right. A little more nervousness now after a couple of shutout losses in a row for the Oilers. But, hey, they're still 7-2-1 and and leading the West. So, I know they haven't scored in over six periods. And what a team to break out of a slump against, huh? The Washington Capitals. We'll have the inside dish with Titch, Rob Titchkowski, coming up. And he'll tell us all things Oilers after the Ramones. It's the Inside Dish with Titch. Brought to you by Kenwood Ford in the North and Team Ford in the South. Classic Rock K97. He writes things down and people pay him money. Uh, Rob Titchkowski. You can follow him on Twitter at Rob underscore Titchkowski. Uh, all things Oilers as we get set for the Capitals and Alexander Ovechkin at all tonight. No goals in two games. Is this uh, a concern or a blip? This is this is what everybody is a little bit worried about, you know. Right? It's like we're walking across a, a, a lake in early December, and you can hear some cracking under your feet. And you're not quite sure if it was just uh, you know a couple of steps or or you're going under. And it's understandable. This is Edmonton. These are the Oilers. It's understandable that people are going to get a little bit nervous. So we're kind of at a point now where. You know, two losses doesn't necessarily mean, you know, here we go again. All teams go through this. All teams have a have a slump. All teams have a dry spell, uh, even the good ones. So, uh, you know, two losses doesn't mean they're going back to their old ways. However, you know, it's, it's how they lost those two games that have people a little bit concerned. I mean, they got shut out 
against a couple of, of pretty mediocre teams. And and, and that's the issue because those are kind of the, the hallmarks of, of last year's team where they were, you know, a little bit lifeless. And if Connor McDavid or Leon Dreisaitl didn't score, you know, they, they had no hope. So that's what has people a little bit concerned and, and we'll we'll see uh what the, what the real story is moving forward well the the big thing i think is you know if if connor and leon are going to have an off night and they have to from time to time where are the other guys that, that that's the biggest problem because even when they were winning when they were when they were five and oh and then mcdavid and, and dry and you know neil when he came out of the game really hot people were already identifying that as a concern and now that they've lost two in a row and got shut out, it's it's a it's a glaring issue right now. You've got nine bottom six forwards or nine nine forwards outside of you know the big four who have one goal, and you know that's almost ninety man games to have one goal. That, that's just it's it's not good enough, man. And we we saw what happened last year when Connor McDavid and Leon Drysaddle have career years. You know, he had a fifty goal score. He had a a guy with one hundred and seventeen points. And they missed the playoffs by a by a long shot. It, 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 we know how that story ends. So the rest of this team, you know, the supporting cast has to get better. And it's it's mind boggling. They have the guys in place the teams wait generations to get, and they can't find the plumbers to help. So uh, you know, it's it's still early. Those guys can still pull it out, but you know, they need to start doing it now because we're ten games in. So it, it, with Neil, you know, he obviously, if, if the whole team has gone goalless in two games, James Neal, is uh, he hasn't scored. He's not so much the real deal. Can we get Lucic back? <laughs> that's right. That's just people, are, you know, you need them to get a fight and get the team turned around or something. Either, yeah. <laughs> uh, and the Capitals are up here now, and uh, they just seem to be the model of consistency. Are they, uh, Are they? you know, something to worry about for the long term, or, or what, what's happening with uh, with tonight's game what can we expect yeah they're they're strong like just top to bottom there they have a lot of skill they have a lot of uh of players that, that can impose their will physically any team that goes to, to a cup final in recent years is is tough like the it takes a lot of grit so you know the others have done really well with the schedule that was put in front of them you know the seven two and one is still a really good place to be you know they, they hadn't played any world beaters so this is the first time that they're really uh, stepping up a weight class, and it's quite conceivable that they could lose this because Washington's a good team. And, and we go back to what just happened. That's why you need to beat Washington. Uh, that's why you need to beat Minnesota and, and Winnipeg, a couple of mediocre teams, so that when Washington comes knocking, if you lose that game, it's not, you know, now you're on a three-game losing streak. It's not. It's not the crisis that it would have been. So you have to take care of your business against the teams that you should beat. Because when a heavyweight comes into town, you know you don't want that to, to be that you know three games in. So it's it's how they respond. Whether they win or lose, it, it's what you see from you know McDavid and Drysaddle. What you see from the supporting cast, you know how are the Oilers going to look? Because you know you can that ice is cracking underneath the feet now. Are, are the Oilers going to turn it around and show that they're closer to being that seven two and one team, or are we going to see them sort of start trending down to how they've been for the last? 13 years and it's uh it seems a weird thing to say when you're 7 2 and 1 but again this is Edmonton and these are the Oilers and and people are are a little bit nervous well it's thirsty Thursday that means five dollar cans of Molson Canadian and Coors Light until the end of the first intermission so maybe people won't care 
Well, that's the, that's the plan, right? Just drown yourself in alcohol and uh, everything usually works out when that happens. And here are some things you don't need to know. We've we gone from a, a super amazing moment, basically an hour, mm-hmm. finding out what Jason did. Another K97, Arnie, came to the rescue with the tin snips or wire cutters or whatever the case. And uh, they freed a deer that was stuck in a fence overnight out uh, on the old Fort Road at 175th Avenue. So, I mean, that was amazing. And then we go to this story, which is the complete opposite end of the spectrum. It also involves animals, but more of the stuffed variety. Yes. A 20-year-old guy named Cody Meter from St. Petersburg, Florida, Tuesday afternoon, went to a Target. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Cody well, couldn't... couldn't re- couldn't contain himself here. He took a uh, large stuffed doll of Olaf the Snowman from Frozen, laid it on the ground, and then uh, proceeded to have his way with with it. <laughs> Olaf was screaming, me too, the whole time here. But apparently, uh, that it didn't go too long. The cops ended up showing up and mm-hmm. broke up the session. So... <laughs> Uh, well, apparently he had a quick recharge period because he headed uh, right for a large stuffed unicorn and started getting it on with that, too. The cops uh, did, like Pete said, uh, arrest him for criminal mischief. Target uh, says it has removed the two stuffed animals from the floor and destroyed them. So they... okay. Clearance, 60% off on this old. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, too, when the cops uh, approached, this is what they, they, they said to him. <laughs> Let it go. Hi, K97. Who's this? This is Kathy. Hello, Kathy. Hello. Good. Could you use $100? I certainly could. And what would you do with $100, Kathy? Oh, I think I might go out and have a nice dinner on you. Wouldn't that be terrific? That would be very nice. Uh, she could have the appetizer, the main course, and the dessert with no financial regret about it. None whatsoever. Kathy, you're, you're caller nine, so we've got $100 for you for Black Dog from Led Zeppelin. Well, that's wonderful. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Have fun with your 100 bucks. I will, most definitely. That's a lot of chicken nuggets, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for you, not for me. <laughs> Latest cash winner, Kathy Poplowski, $100 for Oof. hearing Black Dog from Led Zeppelin. Say that last name three times fast. Poplowski. Wow. That makes Patipko sound like Smith. <laughs> oh, boy. We have uh, $100 for Kathy. She's happy. Yeah, of course she is. And Stop we, to a nice dinner. We have more cash to give away. It could be your turn next. You have to be listening for one of uh, one or all of these four songs. probably heard them before. Pretty familiar songs. Kind of stick out. You know, you hear them, you hear one note, just boom. I know that song. Panama, Black Dog, Message in a Bottle, and Paradise City. Could be uh, anywhere from 100 to $10,000. Just ask Linda and Kim who are our $10,000 winners so far. Linda stopped by yesterday. Uh, was tickled pink to come through the studio, say hi, and collect her $10,000 check. Left with a little bit of 
Zip and pip in her step on the way out here. A $10,000 pip and zip in her step? Yeah. I guess. She was motivated. No kidding. Yeah. Uh, you could be next. Keep listening for those songs for K97's $40,000 foreplay brought to you by Met Credit. And here's some things you need to know. Classic Rock, K97. All right, it's going to be uh, decent, I guess, today. A high of 13 degrees and all. Uh, maybe more, a little more cloud than sunshine. Uh, rain tonight, overnight, into tomorrow. We'll probably see some windy conditions tomorrow. A uh, high of 10 degrees and then some rain in the afternoon. So Then minus one for Saturday. So there's a big drop in the temperature. There's a big slap in the fall face for you. How it, dare you? Uh, SWS, I know, we're to blame. Uh, SWS Marine in Atchison is your one-stop shop for everything boating. Ask about their winterized shrink wrap and storage options. Visit swsmarinegroup.com. It's provincial budget day today, and some of the infrastructure projects are going to be delayed or scaled back. This is according to our uh, Premier Jason Kenney. I won't have a name for him because I could offend somebody here. Uh, so they're going to be, oh, I'll tell you all about that on another time. Nice he saw. says program spending is going to be cut by 2.8% over four years while he's expecting the civil service to drop by less than 10% through some layoffs over the same time period. Now they're going to go after senior and middle management and they're not going to be placing those, replacing those who retire. So he says health care and education won't see spending cuts to their operations. I guess that's good news, but we'll find out all the full details at 333 this afternoon. So the finance minister putting on his new shoes. That's an odd sort of tradition, don't you think? New shoes for budget day? Yeah, why? Yeah, well, everybody else is worn their worn, tired out work boots here in Alberta. This guy's lacing up some new shiny shoes. Yeah, you're, you're one of the peeps, bud. Just a thought. Uh, you, you know. know. <laughs> Lace up some Kodiaks. <laughs> What? Nice Sorrells there, finance minister, whatever your name is. Uh, Trudeau uh, received the big old middle finger from Western Canada for the most part. Uh, so now he's vowed to be more sensitive to the needs of Alberta and Saskatchewan to build the Trans Mountain Expansion Pipeline, which has already been approved twice and still not built. Three times. Oh, three times. Yes. All right. It's up to cabinet now. <laughs> Trudeau says that he has to do more to earn the trust of people in the two resource-rich provinces. You'd think that some of his advisors would have told him that mm, three or four years ago. Uh, but uh, uh, Trudeau campaigned on a promise of more aggressive action to fight climate change. He said nothing has changed with respect to the government-owned Trans Mountain Project and insisted it will be built. Of course, it's gone through years of legal wrangling after we bought it from uh, yeah, well, I, I, I made a promise. If that doesn't get built in this election term, I better get one of those fancy canoes that he's given out. So, for my he's tax giving dollars. out canoes. Well, I will. I will ask for a canoe right. or a refund. One of the two. No matter how bad your day is, though, it can't be as bad as this guy's, Terry. This guy from Michigan was busted for using his wife's passport to sneak his mistress back into the country. Guess he was traveling abroad, had a little fling with somebody that he liked. They've stayed in touch on the book of faces, and he he couldn't have her so far away. So he flew to her home country there, and then he uh, used his wife's passport without her knowledge. Came back when they got to the border to check in. Uh, they went, mm, she has blue eyes and blonde hair, and you are a brunette. Hmm. So they are now caught. He is... 
in jail for a bit while they're uh, you know going through the, the the you know the the what's the word I'm looking for the uh, stuff that's the nailed <laughs> the, it the arrest business give, give yourself a dig on that one for digging <laughs> me out of the hole they're both facing up to ten years in prison it's your story <laughs> yeah they're both facing up to ten years in prison and I'm not sure who this guy's in more trouble with the customs border patrol or his wife <laughs> honey. Yeah. I have a Macedonia stamp on my passport. <laughs> right? I don't, I don't remember going to Macedonia. I don't remember going to Macedonia. What was this guy thinking? Uh, it's Thirsty Thursday tonight. $5 cans of Molson Canadian and Coors Light through to the end of the first intermission at the Oilers game. Oilers at home against Ovi and the Capitals tonight at Rogers Place. Now with the Golden Knights chewing on their ass for uh, first place in the West. They're just one point back now. Uh, a little more nervousness. We'll talk with uh, Titch, the inside dish with Titch coming up here around 8.45 or so this morning. Uh, a little more nervousness now after a couple of shutout losses, but... What better team to break out of a winless slump? You know, a, a no-secondary scoring slump. A, a, and over six periods without a goal slump than the Washington Capitals. Oh, uh, maybe, dude, maybe, you know, this is all we got to cheer for right now in Alberta, so let's not poo-poo it too hard. I guess. Uh, game time, 7 o'clock tonight on Sportsnet. And like I said, the inside dish with Titch coming up just before 9 o'clock this morning. Now more of the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock K97. Uh, 8, 18, and 3 degrees on the way to 13 for a high today. Cloudy, maybe the odd sunny break, uh, maybe some rain tonight and into tomorrow. Cooler for the weekend. Uh, 13 today, 10 tomorrow, minus 1, the high expected for Saturday. What's that, climate change? <laughs> Is that what you Pete, you're ruining my future. Um, <laughs> I stole your childhood, Terry? Yeah, that's, uh, that's exactly what happened. Uh, we uh, sold our house, and I'm getting services done at our, our new place on uh, Friday, tomorrow. Like cleaning services? No, no, they're, they're like they're, they're providers. And, oh, you're and flipping that. over all your your services. Yeah. I get what that, you're laying that down. stuff. So, I mean, you know, a week or two ago or whatever it was, I made the appointments and and everything, and made it so that it was going to jive with possession and all of this stuff, and uh -huh, uh -huh. everybody was going to be home and everything. So I made the appointment, and I got a a friendly text from my provider about the appointment. Hi. Your technician is all set to arrive Friday between 3 and 5 for your service request. Damn, 3 and 5, they've yeah. got it down to two hours. Good for them. Message rates may apply. Okay. All right. So you paid for that. Okay. So <laughs> then uh, later that same day, hi, yeah. us again. Uh, your technician is all set to arrive Friday between 3 and 5. Yeah, yeah thanks. We got that. Text change if you need to reschedule. Okay. Message rates may apply. So I don't need to reschedule. You're good. Let it go. Exactly. That's what I figured. Then uh, the next day, hi. <laughs> Us again. Keeping you updated that your technician is set to arrive between 3 and 5 on Friday. Yeah. Let us know if you need to change the appointment date. And I don't, so I didn't reply. Okay. Okay. Sounds like the right thing to do. Later that afternoon, hi, us again. Oh, God. Just keeping you updated. <laughs> uh, three to five. Let us know if you need to change your appointment date. I don't. So you didn't text. So I didn't reply. We're at four now for those keeping track. Right. Yesterday, mm -hmm. uh, I get a text at 8.04 in the morning. Good morning. 
We'll see you Friday, October 25th, <laughs> between 3 and 5 p.m. Let us know if you want to keep or change your appointment. Oh, okay. They're giving you options now. Yes. This is like an overly attached girlfriend. Yeah. So I was, uh, I got, I got back from uh, my stepfather's funeral late, late Tuesday night and Wednesday morning. So I was still sleeping, but not long after the 8.04 AM text, I got another one. Good morning. (laughs) We'll see you Friday, October 25th. Let us know if you want to keep or change your appointment. Jesus, they're really trying to slide into your DMs here, aren't they? So then I get another one last night at 7 o'clock, followed by another one at around 7.30. How many texts are you at? I didn't. Nine. Nine? Yeah. And so I, I'm telling you. So now I finally say, okay, well, I don't want to change my appointment, so I guess I'll keep it. So I replied with keep. Okay. And they said, great. Make sure someone over the age of 18 uh, with black, black access. Blah, 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 blah. They're really excited about this appointment. They sure are. This morning, mm-hmm. after I've texted them. And you've confirmed. Yes. Everything is set. Yes. 19 texts down. If you recall at the beginning of this conversation, I made the appointment yes. because it was going to be convenient for me. Yes. I was going to be home. All mm-hmm. of the equipment. <laughs> so this morning. Yeah. Hey, good morning. Us again. Just wanted to Jesus. confirm with you. <laughs> that. The technician's arrival uh, tomorrow between 3, three and, and 5. five. Is, yeah, it, yeah. is it still okay? Holy crap. <laughs> Reply, keep, or change. So, I again, I've replied. Well, I, man, you're missing. See, this is where you got to take a page out of Pete Patipko's book and start trolling him back. Is that Pacific time, mountain time? Uh, just, start, just start messing with them. That's the last thing I want to do is have these clowns come to the, like and say, oh, well, maybe he doesn't want us between 3 and 5 on Friday, like the last 12 texts have said. Clowns. You need clowns in a merry band when he shows up because this seems to be the biggest moment for your provider have a band playing and everything when he arrives we've been so excited that you've reached out to us 45 times that we wanted to make this visit special some some of your tomatoes will you know be in a basket for him as a thank you all right well it's going to happen between three and five tomorrow i bet yeah i could probably get a band on that short notice Get Riley out there banging on the drums. (laughs) Not at least a petting zoo. This is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Fatibco on Classic Rock K97. Hello? Hello? Hello, hello, hello? You won yourself two tickets to the PBR for playing a contest you didn't know you were playing. Perfect. I love it. What's your name? It's Mark Cohen. Mark, uh, we we answered the phone, and uh, you stayed on for eight seconds without... (laughs) So you got PBR tickets. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I know. It's a stupid contest. But hey, you're going to have some fun on Saturday night there. 7 p.m. at Northlands there, buddy. Congratulations, man. Look, looking forward to it. Thanks, guys. It's the Inside Dish with Titch. Brought to you by Kenwood Ford in the North and Team Ford in the South. Classic Rock K97.
97. He writes things down and people pay him money. Uh, Rob Tichkowski. You can follow him on Twitter at Rob underscore Tichkowski. Uh, all things Oilers as we get set for the Capitals and Alexander Ovechkin at all tonight. No goals in two games. Is this uh, a concern or a blip? This is this is what everybody is a little bit worried about, you know. Right? It's like we're walking across a, a, a lake in early December, and you can hear some cracking under your feet. And you're not quite sure if it was just, uh, you know, a couple of steps or or you're going under. And it's understandable. This is Edmonton. These are the Oilers. It's understandable that people are going to get a little bit nervous. So we're kind of at a point now where. You know, two losses doesn't necessarily mean, you know, here we go again. All teams go through this. All teams have a have a slump. All teams have a dry spell, uh, even the good ones. So, uh, you know, two losses doesn't mean they're going back to their old ways. However, you know, it's, it's how they lost those two games that have people a little bit concerned. I mean, they got shut out against a couple of, of pretty mediocre teams, and, and, and that's the issue because those are kind of the – the hallmarks of, of last year's team where they were, you know, a little bit lifeless and if Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl didn't score or, you know, they, they had no hope. So that's what has people a little bit concerned and, and we'll, we'll see uh, what, the, what the real story is moving forward. Well, the, the big thing I think is, you know, if, if Connor and Leon are going to have an off night and they have to from time to time, where are the other guys? That, that, that's the biggest problem because like, even when they were winning, when they were when they were five and zero, and then McDavid and, and Drysaddle and you know uh, Neil when he came out of the game really hot, people were already identifying that as a concern. And now that they've lost two in a row and got shut out, it's it's a it's a glaring issue right now. You've got nine bottom six forwards or nine nine forwards outside of you know the big four who have one goal. And you know that's almost ninety man games to have one goal. That's just it's it's not good enough, man. And we we saw what happened last year when Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl have career years. You know, you had a fifty goal scorer, you had a, a guy with one hundred and seventeen points, and they missed the playoffs by a by a long shot. It, it, it we know how that story ends. So the rest of this team, you know, the supporting cast has to get better, and it's it's mind boggling. They have the guys in place the teams wait generations to get. And they can't find the plumbers to help. So, uh, you know, it's it's still early. Those guys can still pull it out. But, you know, they need to start doing it now because we're 10 games in. So, it, it, with Neil, you know, he obviously, if, if the whole team has gone goalless in two games, James Neal, is, uh, he hasn't scored. He's not so much the real deal. Can we get Lucic back? <laughs> that's right. That's just people, are, you know, you need to get a, get a fight and get the team turned around or something. Yeah. <laughs> 